career sucks. Sex just isn't the same. What's my purpose? Where did this fat come from? Divorce is killing me. I'll never be happy. My debt is piling up. Kids are gone. Now what? I'll never find love. Why can't I be like the other guys? Hey guys, gay, straight, and everything in between. It's time to get a grip. Stop whining, make a bold move, and do something amazing with your 40 plus life. Let's get to the show with your Tell It Like It Is host, Rick Clemens, who does his best to never act like a dick, unless you act like one first. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of 40 Plus Real Men Real Talk, where we talk about the stuff that guys sometimes don't wanna talk about. We invite you to dump your excuses, face your fears, and stop apologizing for living the kind of life that you're living. We want you to just enjoy life and be who you are in your 40 plus life. And today I'm bringing a friend of mine on that I've known for quite a few years. He's an amazing video guy. He does amazing work in the video arena. And he's also very funny and he's an author and he's just done tons of stuff. So um, one of the things that in inspired me to reach out to him is a he's a good guy but b he has definitely well we he's definitely stepped into just embracing his own inner badass in so many ways and i think sometimes as men we don't embrace our badass we don't let it guide us we don't let it take us to where we need to go and then we apologize for the lives we're living so welcome to my friend lou bartone and he's going to bring his badass self to this podcast so thanks for being here man thanks rick how you doing yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good. So, wow, inner badass. You, you. When you and I started talking about this, I thought this is interesting. Mm -hmm. And um, so, let's start from this place of why didn't you feel like you were embracing right. your own inner badass? I know it's funny. Well, I'm an introvert. You know, I'm shy, and I think when I was brought up, I was just in one of those families that, like, okay, it's better to be seen and not heard, and yeah, you know, don't uh, don't say anything unless you have anything important to say. So I, I was really just kind of like, all right, I'm just going to go into that role that people expect me to be, you know, the, the good son, the quiet kid, the not rebellious one. Um, and uh, I wish I had sort of found my, sometimes I call it my inner godfather earlier. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, our old friend, uh, Michael Port used to always talk about being fully self-expressed and I never really knew what that was until later in life. Mm -hmm. I get definitely it. I after 40 maybe even after 50 I don't I don't know exactly when I started it like that's what people say oh it seems like you're really coming out of your shell oh you don't seem like an introvert you seem you know I started to use my humor more and things like that so uh the more I just said like I'm just going to be me and and um not give an f what anybody else thinks right, the, right. the better things went yeah yeah and I can totally relate to that because as you know I you know and many of the listeners know I hid in the closet for many years and not just sexuality. I didn't let my, my bold self come forward. And as I've stepped into this space and really owned it and go, okay, I can be a really bold guy without being an ass about it. And yeah. a lot of people tell me it's my boldness that they like. It's my ability to just say what I need to say, but not make people feel uncomfortable with it. And mm -hmm. I realize that's actually a pretty big gift when you can do these things like step into yourself and fully express yourself and realize that being seen and heard is actually a really beautiful thing. And um, I've seen it in Lou. <laughs> I, I still remember kind of when I first met him, I'm like, okay, well, he's kind of a quiet guy. And then a couple of years ago, I went to a video camp thing that he did in LA and I'm like, okay, who is this guy? <laughs> I don't know. Who, I, I mean, he's always had this really great sense of humor, but I'm like, wow, I've never seen this side of Lou before. 
So, uh, so what's been the biggest benefit that you've noticed by stepping fully into expressing yourself, man? Wow. Um, it's funny. I mean, just the way I relate to people, I, I've, I think my relationships have improved when I've started to just kind of be my, my wise ass or reverent self. Mm -hmm. I've found more people that I connect with, like at conferences and stuff like that. And people will sort of say, oh my gosh, you, you get me. You're just like me. You know, and I was always really closed off before. I think there's a lot of, uh, the, there are a lot of kinds of closets and I was definitely in that, you know, fit into this role closet. And then I yeah. said, oh, the hell with it. I'm getting too old to, to uh, not be me. Right. Right. I hear you. I, I tell you in the last few years, I've really gotten to that space where I'm just like, you know what? I'm me. If you don't like it, that's okay. I don't really care. Not like I'm going to mm -hmm. don't care and be an ass about it. It's like, I don't need you to like me. Right. And that's the thing. I was always, a, I was always really a people pleaser, you know, it's mm -hmm. like, that's the thing. And I kind of got that growing up. It's like, well, let me do what's going to make other people happy. It's like, well, you know, how about we do what makes us happy and then mm -hmm. everybody, you know, is going to have a better, it's a, it's everybody wins when you're, you know, fully mm -hmm. self-expressed. And I think the people pleasing thing is so fascinating to watch because you and I are kind of in the same generation and I'm like, wow, I look around and I'm like, there's a whole lot of us that suffer from this thing, you know, where the, the yeah. obligers and the people pleasers. And I'm like, I wonder what would happen if we all rebelled at once, like one <laughs> moment in time. It's like, no more. You know? I wonder right, what the world right. would look like, you know? But yeah. I also, as a father, have mm -hmm. watched and struggled at times with my own kids. And I know you're a dad and our kids aren't that much difference in age, a few years apart. Mm -hmm. But watch them not do that. And at yeah. times do it, but almost like there's like selective, okay, I'm going to do something to please somebody. And then there's, I'm not doing this because why should I do this? I shouldn't have to do this just to please somebody. It's been really interesting to watch their generation, like turn mm -hmm. it on and turn it off without the baggage that we brought with along with us by, okay, if I do this, I'm really going to hurt somebody or it's selfish or whatever it is. I'm right. If you've seen that in your own kids. Yeah. And it's funny because it, it took me 40 years, but it probably only took them 20 years. I mean, they just exactly. turned 21 and they really like just, you know, they've, they've become their, their own independent selves. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they don't, I don't want to say they don't really give a damn, but it, that's mm -hmm. kind of what it is. They're like, okay, there's still pieces of them that they do. Right. Mm -hmm. But on the bigger societal level, I don't mm -hmm. think that generation, the millennial generation and stepping down into the Gen Z's, mm -hmm. I really don't think they care that much. They're like, Hey, this right. is who I am. You know, I know it's true. And, and it's like, you know, I, I uh, sometimes use the expression, well, I don't have any F's left to give, you know, uh -huh. they, they found that a lot quicker than I did. Yeah, 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 exactly. But then there's the other piece of it that they are so enamored with social media that sometimes they go, really, mm -hmm. you don't think you care, but you need these likes and <laughs> you need these right. followers. So yeah, it's like exactly. this interesting juxtaposition of what it means <laughs> to people please and be liked and loved, you know? Um, yeah, that's funny. My, my daughter will take, you know, 18 Instagram shots before she posts one because it has to be just right. Like, yeah, well, exactly. that's obviously given an F, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So what is the thing that you feel like in yourself besides, you know, like I said, the biggest things, but is there something within yourself that it's given you, like, has it given you more confidence? Has it made you more mm -hmm. conscious? Has it made you more come alive more like that you go, okay, because I've allowed myself to do this. Yep. I definitely feel certain things. 
Yeah, uh, definitely more confidence because I always had uh, self-esteem issues. And when I started to just kind of like, all right, I'm going to do this crazy video and I'm going to dress up like a, a Roman gladiator for this mm -hmm. video. Or I'm going to get, you know, I've got, I've recently gotten several tattoos and stuff like that. All of that's more like, okay, this is, this is who I am and, you know, take it or leave it. But the funny thing is that business has improved because I'm just, connecting with people better or at least connecting with the people who I'm meant to serve so yeah and I think when people see us for who we are and it's so interesting to read different business books because underneath mm -hmm. the guise of all this how to network or how to create loyalty <laughs> and all this stuff the bottom line is just be fucking who you are <laughs> because right, then right. the people that most want to be connected to you they're going to show up in your life that's it's that yep. simple but mm -hmm. we work in this realm of okay, I have to do this and I have to show, it's like, no, just be yourself and let the rest of it work itself out. And yep. I think for, especially for guys, and maybe this is just Definitely. my perspective, but I think mm -hmm. for guys, we think we have to put on these different pieces of armor, so to speak, to like show up and be something that somebody has told us to be mm -hmm. when that's really the worst thing we can do in so many ways, because then there's yeah. no connection. Right, exactly. Or, you know, um, well, and the other thing, too, is like being a guy in the in the Me Too world. It's like, okay, that doesn't mean you have to be an asshole and be uh, a jerk about things. You can still be a gentleman and and be irreverent or be funny or be a wise ass. Mm -hmm. And you, I believe you get to define masculinity in your own way, too, which is right. so contrary to many things I see out there about what men should be and how they should be masculine. I'm like, well, you know what? Hey, masculinity for me is just this is it. This is what you mm -hmm. get. When, uh, when I'm masculine, this is what you get. Sometimes I may act like a screaming drag queen. And other times I'm going to be like, hey, let's have a mm -hmm. real conversation. And sometimes, yeah, I might be an asshole, you know, but this is what <laughs> I am, you know. And yeah. Yeah. I have had more questions and conversations in the last three months with guys about this mm -hmm. thing, like what is masculinity? Right, right. It's becoming yeah. really, a, <clears throat> I don't wanna say a buzzword, but it's becoming a big question. Mm -hmm. Because right. I think we, we are breaking through barriers right now. And thank God Definitely. for the MeToo movement. But yeah, I also feel like as men, we're getting to that space where, what do you mean I, I can actually define this mm -hmm. myself? Yep. And it's so it's cool. I mean, it's like we're in a new era because we can really like I'm I, I kind of kid like, oh, all right, I'm on a one man mission to to show um, women that not all men are assholes, you mm -hmm, know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I also see it scary for some guys mm -hmm. because it's like, well, wait, if I if I don't do this, my buddies are going to think I'm less of a guy. Well, screw them. Right. <clears throat> That's how they choose to show up. In fact, I was listening to an episode of Oprah's um, Super Soul Sunday or Super Soul mm -hmm. podcast and Ilana Van Zant was on there and she was talking about her past marriages and everything yeah. and she said what I've learned after being married three times is that's how you do love and mm -hmm. I can't meet you in that kind of love so I'm going to move on and I thought this mm -hmm. is kind of interesting because I could take that in many different layers and right. it. I can use this in masculinity that's how you do masculinity. I can't meet mm -hmm. you in that same masculinity. So I'm yeah. going to move on. No harm, no foul. I just can't play in that playground with you the way you want to play in it. Mm -hmm. and, and I think if we give each other that levity, it gives us that ability to go, okay, that's okay. That's cool. Yep. And too many guys, I believe, have not 
given themselves permission to go play that way, nor have they even delved into what does that look like? Mm-hmm. Because there's this yep. contrived sense of masculinity that so many of us have to live within. Yep. Well, that's the whole thing about, like I say, you know, coming out of the introvert closet doesn't mean I'm not going to be an introvert. Uh, I'm not always going to be a good guy, but um, I'm going to do the best I can to, to be me and not try and fit into some, you know, container or some expectation of what I'm supposed to be. Mm-hmm. A friend of mine said to me the other day, very introverted. And, and I know this is going to surprise people. I'm actually pretty, I'm kind of an introvert too. <laughs> Mm-hmm. In certain situations, I just close in because it's like, yeah. oh, wow, I don't want to do this, right? But um, a friend of mine said to me, I'm an introvert who's kicking kicking the bucket every once in a while what it like would be like to be an extrovert. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's actually a pretty good description. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. that, that little introvert wants out every so often, but until you mm-hmm. figure it out. And of course, these are just labels. <laughs> you know, right, right. Labels. I find it so fascinating how we have to label everything. But I don't mm-hmm. know how else we would get by as humans if we didn't have a label for everything. Um, <laughs> yeah. So what do you, what is one thing that you found for you that made this, I'm not even going to say easy, but made it mm-hmm. compelling or you knew, okay, I'm just going to do it. What was something you did to say, okay, this is probably a struggle I've had, but I'm going to do it. What is something like if you were going to mm-hmm. share with the guys, something you did to like push yourself through this, what would it be? Wow, that's a really good question. Because um, I don't know if it was one particular thing or just mm-hmm. a series of, you know, um, kind of finding myself and going out there. I mean, I forced myself to go and do social events and go and do networking events because I do find it so difficult. And, you know, once I started to step outside that comfort zone, it's like, oh, okay, this isn't that bad. I didn't die because I didn't know anybody at this event. You know, I managed to get through it. And I think it was just kind of, you know, like how often can we just step outside our comfort zones and expand that? And I think the comfort zones are the safety nets. They're the, mm-hmm. they're almost, and, and yet they're almost the shackles that bind too. It's like, okay, right. this comfort zone is good, but. Mm-hmm. it's either I'm getting too comfortable and I won't move beyond and yep. then we get miserable and mm-hmm. then we wonder why we're unhappy. And yet when we take that one step and as you said, you didn't die. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody ended up like hating you or if they did really, what does it matter? You know, mm-hmm. you may never see some 90% of those people at a networking event possibly yep. again, you know? And mm-hmm. I found when I have worked with clients and I've done a couple of events where we go out and do something like that, where I take them into yep. a space where it's like, Oh my God, you're taking me here. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck am I supposed to do? Well, yeah. you just relax and you just mm-hmm. observe and you, you try to say the first thing that comes to your mind and you don't worry if it's right or wrong or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's so interesting to watch when they realize, wait, nothing bad is happening here. You know, yeah. nothing's, mm-hmm getting screwed up. And I guess for me as a speaker and being on many stages, that's one of the things that crossed my mind until I realized, you know, whatever's going to happen in the next 30, 45 minutes that I'm on stage is going to happen. Mm -hmm. I can't prevent it. I can only do my best. And I wish more people would realize that, especially guys, again, since this Mm -hmm. is a podcast for guys that just step into the discomfort Mm -hmm. and realize whatever's happening is happening for your best interest. But uh, I love that. That's how you kind of, uh, you know, 
play a bigger game. It's like, well, you know, I can keep playing small, which is easy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> or I can do what's hard and, and see what the rewards are. Yeah, yeah. And I got to say, I've loved watching the stuff that you're doing from the t-shirts to the costumes <laughs> you put on for your videos and just because it's fun. We all get mm -hmm. so trapped in this stuff. And even me, as I've been doing this podcast, I'm like, I'm just going to do it raw and real. Here's what, mm -hmm. here's how we're showing up, you know? Yeah. And I've noticed that people are really starting to appreciate the fact that this is just a conversation. There's no, there's no magic bullet we're trying to deliver. And to be mm -hmm. honest, Lou and I talked about this briefly via Facebook two days ago. Okay. Okay. This yeah. is coming up. What do you want to talk about? And he goes, well, let's talk <laughs> about like being an inner, inner badass. I'm like, cool. We went mm -hmm. with it. Uh, yeah. So what do you think this has taught your kids as we wrap up here? I think that's a great question. Oh, that is a good question. Um, I hope it's taught them to, to really, you know, be themselves and, and do what makes them happy and, and not try to, you know, oh, I have to go to, I have to go get my MBA because that's what people want me to do. No, mm -hmm. go do what you want. Go, go travel the world for a year. Do whatever you need to do. Mm -hmm. Yep. Just don't ask dad to pay for all of it, right? So. No, no. I'm, I'm, I think my middle name is ATM, but I'm yes. not really sure. So. <laughs> I can totally relate. Two of them through college. I'm like, oh my God, I'm, mm -hmm. I, I just want the second one to get done at this point. But, uh, <laughs> anyway, it's all good. So, well, Lou, I'm so glad we got to reconnect, buddy. I love this conversation. Yeah, thank you. I, I would love to challenge every guy who listened to this, even if there's gals, I know there's gals listening to this, trying to prod their hubbies or their boyfriends into <laughs> like tuning into this. But, um, Give yourself permission. I think that's the biggest thing is mm, give yourself exactly. permission to be that inner badass, whatever that looks like. You don't have to be a mm -hmm. cake bearer. You don't have to be like doing some powerful thing, but just give yourself permission to go, what would my inner badass like to do today? And let yeah, that I love it. Alive. So um, awesome. we'll have all sorts of ways for you to connect with my good friend, Lou. And if you ever need video work done, this is the guy you want to talk to. He does amazing stuff with video. And um, he's just genuine, heartfelt, loved the guy to death. And so glad you were here with us today on 40 Plus Real Men Real Talk, my friend. Thanks for being here. Thanks, Rick. Appreciate it. That's a wrap for 40 Plus Real Men Real Talk, where size doesn't matter. We drop our bullshit, get over our screwed up fears, make bold moves, and live life without apologies. Don't forget to join us on Facebook at 40 Plus Real Men Real Talk where the conversations continue.